Soccer Code, where football is not just fantasy, but our reality. Where you can express your excitement, your tensions, or even frustrations about the games, your team, your league, and performances of players. Let's go! Yo, welcome back, my guys. What's good? Wednesday, man. I'm ready for this. Wednesday, <laughs> yo, we had a crazy battle Mondays, yo. Like, that was insane. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Khalil came in here and represented, yo. yo I, 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 I like what Khalil was saying, man, but uh, that boy crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Khalil. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He, he braved up and show up. So I, I like that. I like that. Yo, we got a crazy. No, I know. I had. I know. I had to. I had some bones to pick at him because we had a lot of arguments before that um, last season. So it was a pleasure, like having him on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just wanted, There's a lot of different. Just wanted to start something. That's what it was. You just wanted to start something. <laughs> nah, I just wanted to debate. You know what I mean, man? I, I, I was trying. Slick stuff on there, though. I was trying to. I was trying to give Paul a break. You know, Paul and I are always going through it. So I and mean, PJ always going through it. So I try to. I try to. Get a new victim, you really? Yeah, I feel, I feel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Draft night going to be crazy, bro. <laughs> ooh, ooh. That draft night is going to be crazy. Keepers drop today. Yeah, keepers yep. drop today. We're going to talk about the keepers later on in uh, what fourth quarter around that time. But, man, we got a great show with ADPs, right? We're yep. going to go round by round. I think we're going to go, what, six, eight rounds, whatever the case is. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be a crazy show, man. Crazy show. Yeah, man, it should be fun. should be yeah. fun. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be a different, a lot of difference of opinion. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> is, man. How, how was the weekend, y'all boys? How was how was everything? I know we we had Mondays, but how was the weekend? Uh, for me, man, I didn't do much, man. Um, I was just chill. It's kind of like a, a tough weekend for me, so um, I, I didn't do much this weekend. I just you know just chill and all that stuff. So what's up, man? Hey, I see you getting a little Same. older, man. See a little gray hair kicking in. Oh, you see the gray, <laughs> see the gray hair popping out, right? Like, yeah, the boy's getting old like us, man. Yeah, like, nah, no, I'm I can't remember my weekend, but um, watch the startup. Uh, son was sick yesterday, so while I was, you know, taking care of him, I was watching the startup. Dave's watching last night, so um, it's really good. I'm on the third season, and yeah, <laughs> some it, things happen, man. Some that, things that, happen in the yeah. first two seasons. You're like, damn, that hits you. yeah, that hits you. you know? Yeah, I still haven't started. My, my goal is to start it this weekend, bro. Bro, I'm a, telling you, there's a part with his son. I'm not going to say what happened. Yeah. Something happened to his son, and my son was laying on my chest at the time. And after it happened, I just told him tighter. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's how crazy it was. Yeah, that's how crazy it was. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Doing it's 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 really. I don't want to ruin the show for anyone. But for anyone, really man, good. it happens to you, but it's a, it's a really. Red knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But it it start off with like the first couple of episodes kind of slow, but slow, I, yeah, I, yeah, but I, just give it a, give it a chance, man, and. You can see how you can have a great idea, and that I, a great idea can be stolen from you. Yeah. And stolen from you. You could also see that with every with every great idea and good people come bad things and things that you don't necessarily want to do. But it's just it's just part of the what goes with the with, with what you're trying to do. If, gotcha. if, I, if I can explain it right. right, you know. All right, man. Yeah. So let's uh lock out on news, man. What do you got for uh, NFL right now? What's going on? Man, there's a lot of things going on with news, man. So let's let's rock out. Let's rock out. Let's go. Rock out. 
So uh, first thing first, boy, Amari Cooper, Sports Illustrated, Mike, Mike Fisher reported that Amari Cooper will be cutting it close to um, for the start of training camp, which is um, him recovering from his uh, ankle surgery. Um, I don't know, man. This dude, if he's not ready for training camp and come this season, I feel like his draft stock should go down. Like, because that's where goes up. I, right. I see Ceedee Lamb taking, taking, you know, take, taking his place right now. Don't get me wrong. The dude has been one thousand yards four out of five seasons, but it's you know when, when these injuries, these nagging injuries, starting to happening, and then you have a capable wide receiver coming on your team. I just feel like yo. It's that time when that capable wide receiver is going to take over. You see what happened in Atlanta? Yeah. <laughs> so that's exactly what happened in Atlanta. What's, what's your take about Amari Cooper, man? Like, how do you see Amari Cooper? Is, it, is he somebody that's on your radar? Where is he that wide receiver two, wide receiver three, wide receiver one for you? What, what do you, what do you What's your thought? He's a 1A he's a for me. Um, I definitely think, though, with the situation and the surgery, I would easily draft C.D. Lamb over him. Um, simply because C.D. Lamb is going to get those reps. He's going to be more conditioned. You have to factor all that in when it comes to football. Like, uh, Amari Cooper is probably not going to be up to speed until like week five, week six, you know, at 100%. So, you know, if I could get him in around six, hey, I'll take him. But I'm going to for C.D. Lamb. Okay. All right. All right. I'm not even uh, thinking Nick- about Amari Cooper, bro, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, like I said, not I on your radar? I'm, yeah, he's not in my radar, man. And to be honest with you, I think he's going to be traded. Right? Um, I think it only makes sense that he's going to be traded, to be honest with you. I think he's going to be gone. What team? All right. So he was he was on um, the Raiders before, right? Yeah. So what team you think he will fit on right now? You got to look at the money situation with him, though. Cause yeah, yeah, his contract. His contract. Wouldn't that be great if he goes to Green Bay, though? Yeah, yeah but money-wise, money that's the issue. It doesn't It doesn't work. Do you know what would be a great location, actually, that would put him in a different level? Uh, the Jets? Nah, Jets are the Jets, no matter who they do. They they need to grow. They need to build. Um, yeah, I, think, to I, think that, I think that's some Dolphins. No, you know what's funny about it? You can, but I think, once again, Detroit's in a rebuilding scenario, right? Right, right. There's too much money on a contract. I think think the best location, honestly, is somewhere that we looked at before that would change the whole division, uh, 49ers. We talk talk about Brandon Ayuk. We talk about uh, um, Debo. Debo, but you need that veteran wide receiver there. And, and that would be good. Lance, Lance has an arm, and Lance would be able to pass it down the field. Like, you know what I mean? So I think I think that would be a great asset. I agree with you on that it's one. It's funny. We talk about, like, like the 49ers, but I think the 49ers' MO is to run the football. Like, yeah, but I think they they never had any capable wide receivers, though. What's, what's the capable wide receivers that they have? You know what I mean? It's been a while. It's been a while since they have any capable wide receivers that's you know what I mean? Debo came out, and Debo is like two years ago, and Debo is like the uh, the number, somewhat of the number one. Now Ayuk is there, He's and the they're saying Ayuk is going to be the number one. Like it's there's no wide receiver there, so you have to play towards your strength. Now yeah. that they have a capable quarterback, they have two decent wide receivers, they have the running game, but I think like they want to pass the ball. I think Kyle want to free up that box for his running back. Yeah. And I think um, by getting a, like Amari Cooper, that would be significant. Yeah. That would be great for them. Trade Garoppolo, you know I mean? get that money off of their uh, off of their books. Pick up Cooper. 
You got Garoppolo. I mean, you got Cooper. Send Garoppolo. Yo, do a trade Garoppolo for Cooper and swap contracts. Contract. Dallas is not going to do that. I mean, they don't have a backup right now, though. Like, yeah, but remember, Red Rifle is gone. But the amount of money with Garoppolo is more than what Cooper is. Cooper only has a year, maybe two years left on that contract. Garoppolo has at least three to four. Uh, it, it wouldn't make I, think, sense. I thought he had less than that. I thought he had less than that. No, because um, he's been Garoppolo he's been there three years already. So I thought he I thought he had less than that. No, you trade Garoppolo to somewhere else. Um, you know, a different New England. That needs, yeah, New, <laughs> New England. England don't want him anymore. So yeah, I mean, New but you, set. you're able to trade him to a team that a, a quarterback hungry team, or and, and if his contract is low, low enough, you can actually release him at the end of the day. It's not like you're gonna get. A, a, a lot of uh, picks from him. So just go in and release it. But I think there's some team out there. Think about it. If my goal is to get, re- uh, get rid of Watson anyways, or he's not going to play Texans. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah. they have Garoppolo go play against, um, compete against um, uh, what's his name? Tyrod Taylor. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I would do. Right. Um, but I don't want a Garoppolo competition at the end of the day with the amount of money that he owns going to Cowboys. I think Cooper goes to the 49ers would be good. I think that's a good setup. Kittle, Cooper, Samuel, um, Ayuk, and with the running back core that they got, Lance, that that makes it easier for Lance at the end of the day. Yeah, you only have two year, two more years, man. He signed a five-year, $137 million contract. So they both have the, roughly the same amount of years on their contract. Yeah. So Still I think it would be a good Dallas, I wouldn't do it. Why? Why not? He's a good backup. If Dak should, should go down, money. you have a capable – you're going to have to pay Cooper anyway, so what's the difference? I don't want that money. Just, <laughs> I already have yeah, money issues at that point. Money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I have money issues. That's that's the whole point of me getting you know getting rid of Cooper. I don't want to be stuck. I mean, you, call it. you can reconstruct him. You know, is yeah, he tell him he's going to get released or re- redo his contract? Yeah, but anyways, let's get let's jump into the other other news item. Yeah, man. Um, other news item here is uh, Charlo. This is for you. Uh, NFL Network Mike Silver report that there's a lot of trade chatter concerning oh, Dolphins cornerback uh, Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard. So Xavier Howard's, um, you know, why? Because he wants more money. He, he more figured money. more or less he he finished as a, one of the top quarterbacks and he's getting paid as the fifth quarter cornerback. He's actually even getting less than Jones. That's on the same team. So um, I, I, think, I can understand. I don't think it's about being the fifth corner in the NFL, I think it's more or less about Jones. Like, hey, you know, I have more interceptions than Jones anyway, so I should get paid for it. I'm locking down the top, you know, wide receivers out there. He and he is, and I agree with you on that. And and I think me and me and uh, Ren was talking about it in pre-show, is that at the end of the day, he should get more money. And, and we're talking about incentives, but at the end of the day, we're like, hey, if his incentive is going to be interception, guess what? He's locking down the top corners, uh, top receivers. He's not going to get um, passes thrown to him because he's locking down the uh, top receivers. Quarterbacks are not looking to throw against a guy that just had 10 interceptions throughout the season, right? That ball's going but, to Jones. But that's what the Dolphins' sense is right now is their secondary. Is it, why, their secondary. Why mess it up? Like, yeah. pay the guy. I agree with I you. Think, I think they should pay the guy, man. Um, the reason why I say that, I'm a Dolphin fan. Um, if the dude dollars. has... He, he proved himself. He proved himself last year, right? He, he, you know, he ten interception. That's significant, man. Um, I think he should pay the guy. I, 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 I don't don't trade him. 
Um, there are trade talks about like Dolphins want a first round pick plus additional picks, and a lot a lot of teams are like, oh. I'll give you my first round. I don't give a crap. Exactly, because yeah. there's a first round is not going to do what he does. Yeah, like yeah, what he exactly. does, exactly. Yeah, so, there's no so teams I don't, I don't think it's Dolphins that are uh, requesting that. I think it's more or less that's what's out it's there. It's a chatter. It's yeah, a chatter. It's a chatter. It's a chatter that's out that's there. That's what has to be given. I think honestly, it'll have to be multiple number one picks. First rounder, the, yeah. Oh, first round picks. For me, it, would, it has to be at least two. Yeah, he's to, arguably the best corner in the NFL. Arguably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yeah, in the top five. So. He's in the top five at the end of the day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So tomorrow is the deadline for signing anybody that you you know Jeez. you put a franchise tag on. Um, and uh, the 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 rumor is that Allen Robinson and Godwin. Um, it doesn't seem like they're going to get a long term contract. I don't think they can come to an agreement to a long term contract. Uh, how do you guys feel about that, man? If you were if you were Allen Robinson, knowing what Chicago just did, would you want to stay in Chicago um, and get like a long term deal done? I think this is going to be like a trial year with with the new rookie uh, quarterback coming in. Obviously, he's not going to start, so you'll probably see him. I say by week four, week five. Right. So if if things go well, I I I could see like let's say he's a good, you know, he's a really good quarterback, which I think he's going to be. Then I think Alan Alan Robinson should look to stay and you know get a long term deal. What am I I I'm the opposite of that man. Listen, you didn't want me before. You franchise me this year again. Um, I'm looking to go. Yeah, at the end of the day, trade me or just let me go. And and I want to see what I'm worth in free agency. That's 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 what I would say. And and also it's. It's not like Chicago Bears is going to the playoffs or the championship. Go to a team that's going to pay you. Go to a team that you're going to compete to get into the playoffs and maybe even the Super Bowl. Yeah, but we don't know what if what if uh, what's the rookie uh, feels. Uh, what if feels yeah. is like ridiculous. Exactly. What if feels is like uh, the best quarterback he ever played with. It's not exactly like you know what I mean. You gonna, have, you gonna have to pay me right. a lot of money then, bro, because then you know that you really really need me. But I mean, if it's one of those things like. The, the organization did not want to sign me long-term. But they didn't twice. want to get rid of him either. No, it's not necessarily they didn't want to sign long-term. They they, they probably wanted to sign long-term. It's just a matter that he didn't want to stay because he, yeah. he didn't see the future of the franchise exactly. as being positive. So and if I'm right him, I'm looking... positive in order to get into the playoffs? It's, it's, it's if, if they didn't want him, dude, if they didn't want him, why would they franchise him franchise twice? Him. Exactly. Yeah, why, why would they franchise him twice? Like, you know what I mean? Trade bait? No, 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 there is absolutely no rumors about the dude, like them trying to shop him to trade. None. But Zero. The fact that they moved up and did everything to get built, that shows I think that. they're trying to build yeah, so exactly. he can see that, yo, we have a future. That's how I look exactly. at it too, bro. I, I see it there too, but I don't I don't know. I mean, as a guy that's played with trash quarterbacks, I don't think Fields is going to be trash, don't get me wrong. But for a guy that has played trash quarterbacks, um, you're going to want to be like, yo, I need to get the right quarterback. When it, you're gonna, You're hoping that Fields is going to be in the place that he is right now. Uh, to compete, but what if he's not? What if he's not ready yet to? Well, that's what I said. It's a trial year. We'll be able to see, though. I think by I think this year he's going to take over by like five. Right. We'll see. We'll see what he's made of. Yeah, I agree. What about Godwin? How yeah? How uh, what do y'all think about Godwin? That one's tough. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, I mean, Godwin's not going to be here. Yeah, I don't think so. 
it all depends, man. I think end of year, I mean, God, they can franchise Godwin again, but end of year, if Godwin stay healthy and all that good stuff and Brady decides to play another year and they, they either they win the Super Bowl or get close to it, I think Godwin will stay. It all depends on what the outcome of the team will be to me because – but they, I think, I think, I don't think they can keep the entire team like they did this year. I think they're they're going to be forced to get rid of a couple of these players, or maybe the the, the salary cap goes, you know, go back up, and uh, at, they can afford to keep all these players and add some players to it. So you never know. It, it all depends on. Um, it all depends on how. I, I think it all depends on how the the the, uh, the outcome of the the, the the this year, like how however good the, the team does this year for Godwin to decide to stay or not. I think he loves it in Tampa. I think he loves Brady. And I think everybody, like, like the fact that Brady is there, that leadership from Brady, that's why everybody re-signed. They, they can win another Super Bowl, bro. Yo, Tampa sports town right now is ridiculous. It's on fire, yeah. Bro, bro, I was like, man. I know, bro. And and don't sleep on their their baseball team. Their baseball team is actually pretty good. The Tampa Bay Rays is actually pretty good. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, so don't, Tampa, don't worry, don't worry, Dolphins fans. Miami Heat's gonna be all in the news <laughs> and all these players and, and at least we'll have the heat down here in Miami, not yeah. the Cubs. Yeah. Oh man, oh, shut so, the hell up. So man. You're, you're coming back to Miami after being in Tampa for so long, right? You're coming back to Miami. Dude, I've always been a Heat fan. Oh, you've always been a Heat fan. I'm sorry. My bad. I rep everything Miami. I thought you were Orlando Magic. Except the Dolphins. That's close to the Tampa. I thought you was Orlando Magic. You're going to rep their their MLS team as well? Yeah. I rep rep the Marlins, all of them. Yeah? You rep rep the Marlins. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, At all teams, Marlins. Okay. All right. I rep everything Miami except the Dolphins. They disappoint me. Gotcha. Gotcha. And Marlins hasn't. Florida Panthers? Marlins has not, huh? Marlins dismantled their team every time they won the, um, the championship. Damn, Sean, you're this personally, huh? <laughs> oh, that dude is like hot. Marlins, bro, they won the championship, and then the next year they dismantled their team. Redid it again and then dismantled their team. That's the team that you take care of. That's the one that you root for. A team that couldn't get fans in the uh, stadium. That's the. That's hey, the football. Team. We're talking about football. I'm jumping in the show. Yo, he's little. Yo, you mad heated about it. I'm just mad, bro. Like, you, you just thought I'd say something yeah. like that, yo. Yo, uh, first yeah. of all, before we get started with the show, man, I'd like to do uh, two shout outs. One, W. I mean, we, we all know the NBA Finals is on right now. Uh, WNBA, shout out to them. They got the All Star games out. A big shout out to Candace Parker, my dude. Candace Parker yeah. was on the 2021 uh, 2K NBA 2K. 2022. Uh, my bad. 2022 NBA 2K uh, cover. cover. That is dope. First female to be on it. Like, it's all dope. Chicago Sky is on there. Uh, it's just incredible. You know what I mean? She had an interview today. She was talking about how, you know, when you grew up playing ball, you know, we all been in that situation. Basketball, soccer, football, whatever the case is. We have posters inside the room of, you know, all these players and this is what I can do, you know, um, you know, doing di- different type of tricks, just soccer in general. But just to see someone that's been hoping to, you know, get into basketball and be into the WNBA and wish you can get on a video game. You know, what I mean, yep. look, look at us, man. We we go up and, you know, look at video games and edit the, the mess out of it and just put ourselves in it. You know what I mean? Just to be part yep. of it. So. Um, it's kind of it's just dope, man. I just wanted to just shout out to Candace on that one, man. For every female that's you know in WNBA and every uh, female basketball player, it's just dope all around, man. 
So uh, we got uh, Yahoo ADP, man. Uh, we're going to rock it out about six to eight. What? Uh, six to eight rounds, right? Um, man, what, do you, what are you guys thinking about the uh, ADP right here, man? Oh, boy. I lost you guys. Let's look at 12 teams. So first round, you have Kristen McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook going second. Alvin Kamara, third. Uh, Derek Henry, fourth. Ezekiel Elliott, five. Uh, Saquon Barkley, six. Uh, seventh is Jonathan Taylor. Eighth is Nick Chubb. Ninth is Travis Kelsey. Tenth is Tyreek Hill. Eleventh is Austin Eckler. And twelve is Stephon Diggs. So who do you guys think in this group is, like, overdrafted, in, in, in your opinion? Like, who would you put down, you know, take them from their current ADP and drop them down, per se? Well, before, before we you get on that, just level-wise, is just that we, we want to make sure that we're, we're – the whole point of ADP is to find the right player, right? That that can, you know, bring out the value um, in each round that we're, un, we're right. not expecting, right, at the end of the day. That's what our goal is, and that's the goal to, you know, bring out to you guys, fans. You're like, hey, listen, this guy is great, but this may give you more value, right? Yeah. Um, like you were you were saying which which player you think that it's going to be what that guy? Oh, or, no, overdrafted. No, the one that you think is overdrafted that like your ADP is too, is ADP is too high. I would say Alvin Kamara going number three overall. Um, with the new outlook for Derrick Henry, I think Derrick Henry should definitely be in that spot. Um, I think I, w- I think Saquon should be higher than him as well. Um, being that the team is that the, the Giants is built around Saquon and, and the success of him, and they're going to feed him the ball. Alvin Kamara with the quarterback situation and everything that's going on, it, it's too much question marks for you to be that locked in at number three. It's way too much question marks. Um, you have a running uh, quarterback. Quarterback, here. right? And, and, right. And I saw how, what happened last year, so um, I don't see how why his ADP is that high. I'm I'm 100 with you, man. Alvin Kamara is way too high. I would probably put Alvin Kamara like around five or six. Um, and it's the same points that you brought up. Like, hey, we don't know who the quarterback is going to be, right? And if the co- quarterback is facing hell, forget it. Alvin Kamara touches are going to be reduced as far as those dump yeah. down, right? As far as those dump down passes, which is what he lives on. Yep. And um, and then those goal line like his touchdown numbers are going to regress because if it's uh, Hill, Taysom Hill is the uh, the quarterback. He's going to take those. He's going to voucher those touchdowns. A lot of those touchdowns. Maybe not all, but he's going to voucher a lot of those touchdowns um, come the season. So I, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable drafting Alvin Kamara as the third overall pick um, in that in, in this uh, first round. What about you, C? Uh, me and Saquon, man. Uh, yeah, I agree with you on the Alvin Kamara situation. But as of right now, Saquon is going, what, six right now, six to seventh. Uh, I think mm-hmm. on our ADP, we got him at six right now in the first round. Six, right. Um, you're looking at a guy that just got off an injury. You're looking at a guy that right now um, has not really practiced with the team, right? So I don't know if he's ready. I don't. I can say the same thing for the number one pick. So yeah. you have but, to be careful with that. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what C-Mac. And right. I am paranoid, but it's – it's one of those things, like, if I fall down to five or six, I'm paranoid. Same thing with one. It's a paranoid scenario. Like, you're looking at the – like, honestly, the most durable person, I'm, I'm taking Cook. I, look, I, I, because of the injuries, I, I look at C-Mac and I'm scared. Look at you. You were, you were paranoid. You picked C-Mac. 
right? And I'm, if I'm number one right now, C-Mac and Dalvin Cook is available, I'm I'm going to go after Dalvin Cook over, over me going to C-Mac. But it's also because of the fact that they got a backup running back now, too. They're not planning on using C-Mac as that runner all day down. You know what's funny about what you just said, dude? Um, so, all right. This is why I would draft, you know, McCaffrey first, and I will leave Saquon where he is, probably move him up to five. It's because the same argument you're talking about right now, it's the same argument um, we had last year in regards to Dalvin Cook. Oh, he yeah, played through a season and all yeah. that stuff. And you saw what he did. Yep. He came in and the boy smashed, Great. right? Yep. So it's kind of the same things. Like, it, yo, NFL players, NFL running backs, they're going to get injured. Yep. But the pride in these guys, they, like, they're not going to let the injury, you know, take away from their talent. They're, they're, ta- they're still talented. I think fake one, but you remember when he had that high ankle sprain back in 2019, the dude, the dude was back in like, everybody was shocked when they was like, yo, he's playing. I, I was happy because I had it. So, <laughs> so everybody was shocked that the, the boy came back and, and, and wanted to play. So it's the pride in these guys, man. So and Saquon is about to come up on on a contract year, like to see if they want to contract year. Yeah, they want to take, take on his fifth, fifth option, dude. And then they have like weapons, like they have a deep wide receiver t- um, core. So you can't stack the box anymore, um, like you normally would. It, it's just up to Daniel Jones to really deliver. And and if Daniel Jones deliver, Saquon is gonna have lighter boxes, and Saquon is gonna smash because Saquon is a three down back, and he can play any play where on the field. And once that boy hit the open field, you can't you can't tackle him, bro. Like you can't them him. legs, them legs is like two of my hands put together, bro. Like and, it's and that's ridiculous. The thing. Like, it's 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 the injury, just like you said. But other than that, you get him. You're gonna see volume there because there's no backup. There's there's receivers there as far as Galladay and they got rookies, but we don't know the scenario with Galladay anyways. And then we got a bunch of rookies, so you know he's going to get that ball. We know right. I, Ingram and Rudolph on that side too. When you look at the top five uh, running backs, four of them have something in common with their ceiling. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Calvin Cook, Kevin Kennedy, and Saquon. Their ceiling is unlimited. You know yeah. like yeah. like I can't say that for Kamara, I can't say that for Keith. Yeah. I can't say that for Taylor and stuff. But those four guys, Saquon, like, you know, I think he's gonna come in like like uh Ren said. And I think he's gonna have I think he he can finish as a number one uh back in the NFL this year. That's my vote prediction. Let me ask you I, one uh, more question one question before that, because I'm gonna I wanna get to Jonathan Taylor's situation. Jonathan Taylor's going seventh, right? Are you guys, do you like where he's going at seventh? Are you guys concerned because of Naheem Hines later on in the rounds? They're, they're talking about Hines and they're talking about Marlon. Marlon. I, would, I would draft Taylor with with no problem. No problem. I don't I don't see those guys really affecting um, his production, honestly. Even on a passing game? Even on a passing game, no. I, don't, I, I think he's going to be the guy. I, I agree he's going to be the guy, but I, 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 I'm I with C on this one that I feel like Hines is going to take some catches from him and Marlon Mack is going to take some carries from him. Yeah. Um, the only reason why he came on at the, last, at the end of the year really is because Marlon Mack went down. Like, it's not – and Marlon Mack can't stay healthy. So, yeah, he's going to get the production. And I like him in the first round. Don't get me wrong. But um, I was going to pose a question to C. So, he's saying he doesn't like Barkley at six. So I was going to ask him, would you rank Chubb and Taylor above Barkley? 
And if that's the case, I disagree with that. Yeah, I wouldn't. Totally. I wouldn't, I wouldn't either. I said I'm, I'm scared, but I would not rank Chubb or uh, Taylor up higher than uh, Barkley because it, it oh, okay. wouldn't make sense. Yeah, there's nobody in the backfield. He's not sharing anything. Chubb is sharing with Hunt, and um, and uh, Taylor is definitely sharing with Hines slash maybe Mac. Um, but I think it's more Hines than Mac than anything else. All right. Um, so let me ask you this: uh, the glaring, the glaring thing that we have never seen before all our years playing fantasy football, right? Travis Kelsey is in the first. How you? How do you guys? I know you guys are high on um, tight ends more than I am. So tell me, like, how do you guys feel about Travis Kelsey in the first? <laughs> I think we've I've said enough over the last year about Kelsey. Kelsey to me, I look at him as like a receiver, receiver. man, not even a tight end. Like he's he's the num number top three receivers in the NFL. Like the guy's a beast. He he gets the red zone looks. He gets he gets everything. Um, I think he's more consistent than Tyreek Hill. However, Tyreek Hill's ceiling is is insurmountable. They mirror uh, each other. Huh? They mirror each other. They mirror each other, but I think, all right, so for, if you look at Kelsey, he doesn't really get uh, average less than 15 fantasy points a game. Yeah. Like, it's always between that 50 and those low 20s. Yeah. Whereas Tyreek will give you 55 and then give you 8, then give you, like, 18, yeah. then give you 40, then give you 12. 11 or 12. Yeah. So, I like the consistency, so I'm going to always go with, with, like, a Kelsey over a Tyreek. Yeah. But like you said on Battle Monday, Tyreek is going to single-handedly win you two fantasy games by yeah. himself. Yeah, and, and right. when Tyreek gets that 40, Kelsey's still getting 15. You know exactly. He still, <laughs> he yeah. still gets you, that 15. You, he's a, I like guys who are a lock for a certain amount of points. Yeah. And Kelsey's a lock for anywhere between 15 to 22, 23. And, and so, you think that's, so you think so both of y'all think that's justification for taking him in the first round? Yeah. Because think about it, even with the the people that are going after him, and, and let's take away running backs, you know, because you got Cam Akers and Aaron Jones out there. You got, as far as receivers, you got Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs. Devontae Adams don't have a, uh, a Robin, right? You can take Kelsey or Hill as that Robin guy, but they're both Batmans, right? So the pressure is going to be on Devontae Adams. The pressure is going to be on Stephon Diggs. It, it, you know, and there's no other receiver or tight end out there that's giving you 15. At Waller, which is ranking what, fifth round or something like that. And that's pretty much it after that point, after Waller. Everything else is just a guess. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. If I'm, if I'm getting the choice between Kelsey and Diggs, what I've seen last year from Diggs, I think there's going to be a regression. Mm-hmm. But it's close, man. Um, I... It's close. I would draft Diggs over Tyreek Hill, personally. Okay. I'm not sure if I would draft him over Kelsey, but I may. I may. I may. I'm not sure. I, I'm not, if you know that defense is going to be on Diggs, bro, and it's, I think that's going to be tough. Yeah, but they, they were on him last year. Like, the fact that – and you also have, what, Emmanuel Sanders here now, I think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I think I think Diggs is – Because you have to show Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, right? you have to show You have to show respect. Right. And then, and then, Doc Allen has an arm, and he he can move his leg. So that that offense is very dynamic. I think Diggs will have a minor regression, but it's still going to be a, a top three, top yeah, top three uh, wide receiver year that I think he's going to have. Right. Yeah, I I mean, for me, uh, you know me, I'm not I'm not high on tight ends, but 
I understand, like, I take your, like, both your points uh, into consideration, and I, I see what the Masters is doing in regards to Kelsey. I understand everything that you guys say about Kelsey. It's just, I just have my own philosophy on that, um, on that position. I wouldn't draft Kelsey in the first round, because um, second round, yes, but in the first round, I just feel like, yeah, I would draft a Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I would draft a Stephon Diggs over him, and if, God forbid, if, if, if we know that Aaron Rodgers is coming back, I'm dropping Adams over him as well. Like, for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, those three wide receivers, along with the running backs, I would definitely drop over Kelsey. So, may I ask you a question, Ryan? Because I, I don't believe that. You're saying <laughs> that if you have, let's say, let's say you're picking late in the first round, and yep. you have Nick Chubb, you, we already know, this is NFF, we know who your keeper is, and let's say Kelsey was available, and you're choosing between Nick Chubb, Kelsey, Eckler, no, not even Eckler's gone. So you're choosing between Nick Chubb and Kelsey. You're taking Nick Chubb over Kelsey? Yeah, I would. I would too. I would. And here's I would. another addition to that question too. There's no the re- way I'm the reason Nick why. Here's, here's the other reason why too. You talk about it's, competition. It's, we just talk. Yeah, but, no, but here's the thing I was going to bring up. There, there's going to be a high percentage chance that Kareem Hunt may just be traded this year. Because oh it's on his. I'm not even talking about trading. I'm yeah, talking about Kareem Hunt. If Kareem Hunt is on the team, even if Kareem Hunt, the Hunt yeah. if Kareem Hunt is on the team, I'm still, I'm still taking, I'm still taking Kelsey. You're, you're, hold on, you said you're taking Kelsey? No, 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 no. Sorry, but I misspoke. I know you guys wanted to run with that one. I heard. I know you guys want to run with that one. Just want to make sure. No, I'm taking Nick Chubb over Kelsey. All right. Ooh, this boy ready to go. I was this ready, was like, man. What? Yeah, yeah. You, you, Why? You, What's the justification when, when Kelsey's a better player and a better fantasy player? All right. he can take a tight end right. later on in the regular draft. I can get a tight end. All right. So, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's about points. It's about points to get you there. Yes, it's about points. If I take Kelsey, right? If I, This is how I look at it. It's the amount of it's the amount of slots that I have to fill. Yep. Like, yeah, I get Kelsey, and Kelsey will be that number one, and I don't have to worry about it. But I need, I need running backs. So if I if I can get two studs, three stud running backs in the top, like the top of top half of my draft, I'm gonna take that over taking a tight end because I can. I'm gonna need those points versus taking him and taking a one um, another uh, another running back and then taking like an inferior running back later in the round. I'd rather take the two running backs and take cuz Kelsey's going to give you 15. Kelsey's going to give you 15. Chubb is going to give you 20, 21. Literally probably you know every I mean? game. If we're looking at point wise, then you're going to see a big difference between Kelsey and Chubbs. 15 and 20 that doesn't add up. Kelsey averaged more more fantasy points than Chubb. I mean, you can't you can't look at this year. You can't look at last year because Kelsey plays every year. So. Even even Chubb only in the league for two years, bro. Barring no injuries, Kelsey finishes with more fantasy points and stuff easily. I'm not even. I'm not even. There's no thought behind. All right. Well, let's get let's get to the second round then, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the second round, yo. So we got uh, yeah, go go yeah. We got Devonte Adams. Right, uh, mm-hmm. 13. We got Stefan Diggs, which we were just speaking about, 14. We got Austin Eckler, 15. Patrick Mahomes, 16. Antonio Gibson, 17. Uh, 18, DK Metcalf, 19, Joe Mixon. Uh, 20, DJ, um, excuse me, DeAndre Hopkins. 21, Najee Harris. 22, Josh Jacobs. Calvin Ridley really at 23. Right uh, and then Clyde Edwards at 24. 
That's what you have. Yep. I have something different. What do you have? No, I have something. I have something different too. What do you have? Um. All right. So have, for twelve, have... for twelve, I have step one. Uh, sorry, thirteen. I have Aaron Jones. Then I have Adams, Cam Akers, DeAndre yeah, Hopkins, 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 Najee Harris, Antonio, Antonio Gibson, Gibson, Joe Mixon, um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf, um, Patrick Mahomes, and then we have Darren Waller at the put end of the second. On, I think yours is on uh, – put it on PPR. Uh, That's probably what uh, it is, yeah. Yeah, see, right, I think cool. it's, it should be PPR ADP. All right, cool. Right. So that's right. Yeah, so, all right, so who do you think in, in this is overdrafted, underdrafted, um, based on the ADP, um, guys? This one is tough, man. Um, I don't want to pick on this guy anymore. I picked on him a lot last year, Clyde Hilaire. He's not a second-round <laughs> guy to me. Um, I can, under no circumstance, take Clyde Hilaire over Kevin Ridley. That's ludicrous. Clyde Hilaire over DK Metcalf, ludicrous. Yeah, not doing um, it. And then looking at the top of the list, um, we don't know what's going on with the uh, the, the Antonio uh, Rogers. No, the Aaron Rodgers situation. So Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams, thirteen and fourteen. I think it's perspective, being that we don't know what's going on with the quarterback situation. Cam Akers, we're all optimistic. So fifteen, that's okay. I I, I think he's going to have a slash year. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, I'm okay with at sixteen, and I'm okay with. I'm okay with everything on this list besides Pythonaire, honestly. What about you, Steve? I, I'm, I'm agreeing with him on the same thing. I, I, you know, based on Calvin Ridley's situation, um, new tight end, but he's he's the man now with Julio Jones gone. He's the man. DK Metcalf, I like where he's at. I know Patrick Mahomes, Pat, uh, Pat Mahomes is the guy. He's the QB. Um, damn. I just feel like... I'm not even going to lie to you. I, I, I would say Calvin... Cameron Ridley higher than I think he a lot uh, higher than Aaron Jones, so he should be right after this. Because Cameron Ridley if and Devontae Adams after, one, yeah, with with the situation because I I don't know what's going on in Green Bay. If 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 uh, if if A Rod is going to be there, then Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams are locked. But Cameron Ridley is yo, there's twenty percent target share that's gone with Julio. So, and we saw what Cameron Ridley has done year after year. If Cameron Ridley finishes as the number one wide receiver, none of us on this call will be shocked. Yeah, no, right. So, and I think he, and I, barring no injury, he could easily do that. Yeah. For me, man, this whole round, I have, my philosophy on these players are completely, completely different. Um, all right, while but, I'm okay with Funny it. enough, uh, before you get to that too, funny enough you were saying about uh, Clyde Hilaire going on the second round like, like we've seen right here, but he's slipping to the third rounds, right, Um, in, in some draft mock drafts. Is he worth the third round but not a second? Yeah, he's worth Third round is where you start looking at Clyde for me. Like middle of the third is where you start looking at Clyde for me. Um, I don't think Clyde belongs uh, 2.7, like, you know what I mean, in, in the I second round for sure. Like, so middle of the third, like 3.7 is more like it for me. Um, but looking at this round, like based on the list that we just listed, Calvin Ridley would probably be right before Cam Akers, um, but behind Adams. I'm going to assume that Aaron Rodgers is playing. If you notice, Aaron Rodgers has not said he's not playing yet. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So I'm going to assume that he's playing. And if he's playing, he's, Adams is in the first round, but that's that's a conversation for another day. But I will put um, Calvin Ridley just before Cam Akers. 
and um and tell you the truth man I, I and I can't put him over at Hopkins. I, I I love Hopkins and I love Calvin Ridley. I can't put Calvin Ridley over Hopkins. So that's 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 another thing. Gibson will fall to the closer to the end of the round for me. Um, I would even rank Joe Mixon over uh, Antonio Gibson uh, in that round, and even I would even rank Metcalf over Gibson in that round for me. So there's a lot of mix up that I would change in this round, um, just based on what I expect their targets volume uh, or volume is going to be. And I'm just based on the team that they're on. Um, with Antonio Gibson and the turf toe, that's too, too nerve-wracking for me. Um, and with uh, Joe Mixon and that offensive line, that's too nerve-wracking for me. So that's where, you know, I would deviate from my um, – if those are the only running backs that are available and I have a Calvin Ridley or a Metcalf on my board or a Hopkins, I, I would rather pick any one of those three over those two running backs. I see uh, that – Ended the uh, the second round was Darren Waller. Is that correct? Yeah. Am I got it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that Darren Waller is. I, I, I think that's <laughs> Matt Early too. I, think that's, <laughs> I mean, he's really the number one pass catcher out there, and he could probably continue to be the the number one pass catcher out there. But I don't, I don't know, man. He's a third rounder. I, I mean, I'm not high on tight ends. You already know, but I think Darren Waller is too high in the second round for me. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, he's a lot last round the second, on the second round though. Yeah, I, yeah, I know he's alive. I think he's, I, I think he's too high there, man. Personally, thinking so. Um, and we're getting to the so, third round because even, you know, there's a couple guys that I feel like it's worth being in a second round, or at least he's not being in a. There's, third, there's one round. that's glaring. There's one that's glaring. Gibson or Ridley? Like, let me ask you, Gibson or Ridley? Ridley. Ridley. Metcalf or uh, Gibson? Metcalf. Metcalf. You see, what I'm saying Joe Mixon or any one of those two wide receivers. The wide, receiver. the wide receiver. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like you have to like. How do you feel I'm, about Harris? Not Harris. Because he's a lone back, you and because I, I, I wouldn't I, get him I, until a third, but second round. He's a he's a third. I think he's a like a tie a tad bit too high. <laughs> he is, he's a rookie. He's the only. I guy. understand. I I understand. He's the only guy. But he's a rookie, man. God damn, he's a rookie. And he's going on a team that I know can run the ball, but their offensive line is not the same, bro. It's not the old Steeler offensive line that we know he's, from before where anybody can come in. Back, though, man. He's a different type well, of back. I hear you, he, he doesn't hesitate like uh, the previous running back did when he gets to the line and waited, waits until – you know, he's a bruiser. The he's a bruiser. So you either so, going to so move I, or I'm going to make you move. But he also so let me ask you a question. Outside. Barring injury, right? Barring injury. We're not talking about injuries here. Um, do you think Nat, Najee Harris is better than Joe Mixon? Yes. 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 Why? And tell, me, just, tell me why. why how has – listen, don't – Joe, Joe Mixon has underperformed every year he's been in the because it's hard to confirm. It's hard to confirm that because we haven't seen Najee Harris play ball yet. So play ball in the NFL against the these NFL. big ass, these big, these big, these big ass off, um, defensive linemen. Like this is not college. But this is not college. Here's, here's the thing, though. Piece. Here's the thing, though. If if we're gonna do a comparison of it, I'm gonna compare based on quarterbacks. Burrow likes to throw the ball deep. That's why they're gonna have three wide receivers there. Steelers have three wide receivers, but they like but, to run the ball. 
They like to run the ball. And you got to look at um, um, their quarterback right now. Ben wants to give the ball is, is to a running back. Better? Let's face it. Uh, I mean, I know he was like, better. Just, he you was know. out like. Yeah, last bit. yeah. I mean, he, he went through. I think he went through like surgery, light surgery, or whatever like that. And so he's back with no issues. But I, I don't see I don't see Ben throwing deep balls anymore, right? He, I don't see him throwing forty yard bombs to uh, uh, Juju right now. I, I see the guy throwing those 10, 15, 20 yards, keep, keeping the um, you know being on the field and keeping the um, the uh, chains moving. Uh, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be um, the running game. Running game is going to kick in. They have to. That's mm-hmm. why they can't win. They can't win without the running game. They've tried. It's not working. To your point, man. To your point. It's not working. All uh, right. Uh, third round. I, I, third? Third, uh, Go ahead. I wanted to ask you about Pat Mahomes. Do you think Pat still should be second round? And we, we in the NFL, for if we're going to drop it down to the NFL, some, but someone kept him, you know. Go ahead, man. To Go me, ahead. He's, a, he's a third round guy. Um, I don't think any quarterback should be drafted in the first two outs simply because what's the difference between Pat Mahomes and Kyler Murray or Josh Allen? Um, they're all going to average around the same amount of fantasy points, you know? So why, where is Josh Allen is going late third, I think. Right. Yes. Yeah, so why is Mahomes all the way up there? Yeah, I, don't, I just don't get it. Yeah. I think Josh Allen is the only one that I can compare. I think Josh Allen is the only one I would definitely compare with, but because every other quarterback, they're running quarterbacks, even Dak Prescott in in a way too, uh, because Pat doesn't like to run the ball, and this is all, this offense is all throwing ball. They they just throw. It's all they're throwing, yeah, they're throwing. That's all it is. But I just don't at this point. I mean, I know he's going to give you thirty something points, but yo, the other guys, I fear that guy. Every oh, whenever yeah. I got to face Pat Mahomes, I'm like, yo. So who about to give me thirty points right now, man? Like, <laughs> all right, I so need to cover that. Let's go to the third. Uh, to a third wait, round. Wait, see. All right, wait, wait. So, man, like, off his chest. Man, yo, Pat. You know, I don't know if y'all noticed, but Pat Mahomes hasn't finished in the top three of a quarterback in the past two years, right? Yeah, I realize that, right? No, yeah. that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Not, not only that, like, wait, wait. I'm, I'm going to just drop some things. Like, so not only that, right? The separate. So right now, uh, last season, Pat Mahomes finished as the number six quarterback, right? right? Yep. Right. All right. So not only that, right? What separate Pat Mahomes from Tom Brady is two fantasy points per game. And, you know, Tom Brady's ranked. And what separate all, all from Tom Brady all the way up from the seventh to to the first is probably one to two, two one to two points per game, one to two fantasy points per game. Not a lot. Like we're splitting ears between. You're looking as a total. You're looking as a total. And yeah. I think that's the difference between Brady and Pat Mahomes. Brady will give you one game twelve points because it's a bad game. Exactly. And exactly. then the next game he'll have thirty. So then you're averaging both games, and Brady looks good. The thing with, but, with but what with, I'm saying is, uh, going to give me the consistency. Yeah. Of but you're looking. All right, you're looking at Brady. I'm not. I'm not necessarily like comparing Brady. I'm comparing all these Just all quarterbacks, quarterbacks that right. All these court, all these top quarterbacks that Pat Mahomes is getting significantly drafted ahead of. Right. Well, that's why, that's why that we were he saying be, that he should we were be lower. saying that he should be closer to the Josh Allen area. Yeah, I think so. I think him. I don't think he's Josh worth the second. Or third. Why, all right, so why why is he? All right, so you know, I'm playing devil's advocate here. 
Yep. Why is he getting drafted name. over name. Josh Allen? Name, 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 name and, and the type has, of offense that he's in. Yeah, and he's Kyler Murray and um and and Tyreek Hill. Yep, and that's it. No running game out there. It's it's Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, offensive bombs to any receiver that's out there. That's it. That's <laughs> see, the only reason it. why. And I, and like I said, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I. I would not. I can see Patrick Mahomes right there, and every time you look at him and you're like, he's in the second. You're like, yo, I'm not touching him unless he falls to the third or fourth, and he leaves in the second. And you're like, oh, oh well. <laughs> Let me say <laughs> yeah. one thing though. One thing that you got to give Pat Mahomes credit for is that he doesn't play bad games. He doesn't. Fantasy wise, super fantasy wise. Yeah. Yeah, but he still tries. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't really have bad games though. He doesn't. He's consistent. Yeah, even in against the, games. the Dolphins where he threw those interceptions, still came out. It still came out. <laughs> still came out on top. Yeah, he, he Dude, looked I'm, good for the first half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I get it. I'm just adding logic behind the thing. Like I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, "Yo, Kyle." In the past two years, Kyle Murray have finished ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Um, Josh Allen in the past two years has finished ahead of uh, Pat Mahomes. So for him to be significant, like drafted significantly, like around a half, but his ceiling because of those. What ceiling? Guys. His ceiling was in 2018 when he nah, finished first. That's nah, what, that, we nah, saw it. Listen, nah, I hate to tell of the y'all, day is consistency. It's consistency, that's and it. he has yo. That's it. I but yeah. I would not he draft him. Two there. monsters. I'm not. No, listen, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not drafting him there. I'm not touching him I'm in the second round. No one, on this, no one on this podcast is drafting Patrick Mahomes in the second round or even the third. But I, I, all right, it's not even about where you're drafting. It's not about the round. I'm just trying to understand why is Pat Mahomes getting drafted the over? Because the name. the name and two, Pat does not run the ball. Pat just throws the ball all day long. He's locked, he's locked for three touchdowns. Easy. With five every yards. Game. Yeah, five, five to ten yards. That's it. But three touchdowns as far as passing. He's locked for Let's that. Let's go on to the third round, guys. Yeah, man. The third round, the most glaring uh, issue to me is Chris Carson. Well, All right, read him, read him, read him, read him, read him. All right, so third round, we have Justin Jefferson, the, uh, J.K. Dobbins, A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, uh, George Kittle, Michael Thomas, Chris Carson, uh, Terry McLaren, Miles Sanders, DeAndre Swift, Josh Jacobs, and Allen Robinson. All right. Go ahead, man. What's your, what's your, what's the point so you're making? To me, uh, they have Chris Carson. I just can't take – so I can't take Justin Jefferson, Dobbins, A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, definitely not George Kittle or Michael Thomas over Chris Carson. When healthy, this guy produces. Um He's a beast, man, and he's it's kind of like a lone back. I know there's plenty out there, but it's it's pretty much a lone backfield. I I think he should. I think he's a second round guy, late second. Three point six, three point six. He's a steal. He is the one that I would. He he is the one that I would I would swap Pat Mahomes for, like dead ass. Like I would, yeah. yeah, Two two point um, two ten, where Pat Mahomes is going. I would put Chris Carson there and put my Pat Mahomes in the middle of the third round. That's just me. Okay. Um, yeah, the other glare, but that's that's because <laughs> the quarterback is going to be fifteen and sixteen. <laughs> the other glaring thing, man. The other glaring thing. I hate to say, I would, I would put Keenan Allen. I would put Keenan Allen over Waller. Like Good. that's I, me. I was about to I, say I, that. Yep. I was about to say that. I would put, <laughs> and I would put him over. I would put him over everybody in the, in, um, that's ahead of him. Um, 
right now. Seriously, like the dude has like I don't. I, I I I I'm looking at his ADP. And I love Justin Jefferson, but the reason I take Keenan Allen over him is Keenan Allen's more consistent. And he's number one. And he's number one. So Terry McLaren, I will put up to the early part of the third round. Um, you know what I mean? Kittle, he's too injury prone for me. I can't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm. I'm not touching him. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing, not touching even him. with mock drafts. I'm seeing Kittle in the fifth, fourth to fifth round. That's what yeah, I'm like I, Kittle I think is that's where he goes. Yeah. right. Kittle is way too high for me. Kittle going in the three three point four. That's Miles just way too high. Josh Jacobs too. Um, I don't think they're. I don't know. Uh, Swift, Swift. I can't see Swift in the third round. Reason being, the competition that's out there. They don't have. It's not a good offense. They're in rebuild mode. I I, I just don't understand why everybody's so high. That was our like, coaching staff. Swift. The, it's not even the just coaching that. staff wrong. already came out and said, like Williams will be like that first, second, uh, first and second down yeah. kind of a back, All and day. Swift will be like that third round back. So if that's the case, how are we ranking Swift in the third and not ranking players like, you know, they already they pay for him in LV, um, you know. Drake oh, and stuff Drake like that, and, uh, all the way up yeah, here. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They're, they're pretty much going to be the same kind of players. Like, I, I they're going to have though. the same kind of role. I want to say this, and I'm, gonna, I'm 100% agreeing with you on this one. Jamal Williams behind Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones was the man. And Jamal Williams was doing well behind well, Aaron Jones. Well, he was independent of Aaron Jones. Like, you know what I mean? You can put him in an, on, on a flex spot, and he has he has value. Easy. Swift. And whenever, whenever Aaron Jones wasn't in, you Jamal don't have value. Jamal had it. So Swift is not Aaron Jones. Not at all. <laughs> Jamal Williams is, is going to be a bigger person in that Lions offense. And on top of that, there's nobody else there. So I'm, he, I, he's one of those guys that you can say, yo, I'm not. I'm going to let whoever pick him in the third round that early pick him. Mm-hmm. I'm going after Jamal Williams later on in the other round because I'm going to see a better benefit of getting him in the 10th or 11th round later on. The other, the other killer, the other killer, um, killer thing that I saw in the, in the third round is the whole Allen Robinson, C.D. Lamb thing going after Josh Jacobs and and Swift. Not at all, and, and Sanders. Not at all. I'm sorry. If I had the choice between those five players, it's Allen Robinson, C.D. Lamb, and then whoever after. I don't give a damn what yeah. about the running backs after that. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at that and I'm like, wait, Allen Robinson that has proven has proven year after year. That no, matter the the no matter who the quarterback is, and he, the only he, receiver out there, and he's the only wide receiver out there. And Ceedee Lamb, you already saw what he did with Dak. Him and Dak is on the same page, and now he's even going to have that off season with Dak, with Amari Cooper possibly not being in camp. So it's going to be the Ceedee Lamb show. So their yeah. relationship is going to get stronger. Like I don't understand this. Like that, I'm looking at, and I'm telling you, man, you already know how Cooper, I feel about Montgomery. I'm not even going to talk about that. Yeah, Cooper's got in Montgomery. Yeah, that's that's just a wash itself. But, yeah, the point. Yeah. The sad thing though, the sad thing though, I would I would draft. I personally would draft Montgomery over Swift, and possibly Jacobs. That's just me. That's just me. I would I would probably over Swift for sure. I. I yeah. And possibly Sanders, man. Sanders, after what they did, like... I just don't know like what's the happening over there with Miles I don't Sanders know what's happening in Philly. And then, but you have, you have Jalen Hurts, right? You have, you have Hurts coming in, and he's a run-first kind of a quarterback. 
You feel me? That's going to be so very interesting. And Jalen is another Sanders, scenario that we got to talk about. Right. So Sanders, I'm looking at Sanders as like, yo, everything is going to regress on um, for you at this point. With the amount of running backs that they brought in, that means they're not comfortable with you. And then you have that running quarterback. That's not going to sit well with me. So Swift and Sanders are out of the third round for me, for sure. I'm not even looking at them. And Montgomery, I put over Josh Jacobs. And then Allen Robinson and CeeDee Lamb, I would definitely put over those two. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, well, CeeeDee Lamb has fallen in, what, the third, yeah, in the third round. So. He's in the third yeah. round. It's 311. So, yeah. I, I'm, I, I mean, I feel like CeeeDee Lamb should be up there, bro. Because, again, I'm looking at it from the team perspective where Dak is coming back. They already had a short relationship going. Um, now Dak is going to have the entire training camp with him. And there's a possibility that Cooper and his injury won't make it to training camp. So that relationship is going to be even bigger and like more stronger, I should say. Um, and I, I, that's where I think CeeDee Lamb will catapult like a lot of these wide receivers that we're picking. Uh, so let's go, to, let's go to fourth. We got um, Josh Allen. Uh, no, uh, no, we got um... – yeah, fourth. Beginning of fourth is Josh Allen. Yeah, fourth. Oh, yeah, okay. beginning of fourth is Josh Allen, Kyle Pitts, Julio Jones, Miles Gaskins, Mike Evans, Kyler Murray, uh, Cooper, Robert Woods, uh, Mike Davis, Kareem Hunt. Um, I guess and and James Robinson. James Robinson, right there. Right, averaging around there, right? So, mm-hmm. um, who's who's the biggest guy that that jumps in mind? Like, wow, he's in the fourth. Like why? Why is he there? Uh, see, I'm actually okay with the fourth. I'm but okay I, with the fourth. <laughs> I'm really okay with the fourth. I just feel like I would probably get Woods over Cooper. Um, that's just me. Um, I feel like Robert Woods should have a great year, having the better quarterback now. I will go Woods there. over Mike Evans too. Yeah, I'll yeah, me too. Evans. I feel like that consistency will be there. I don't know. Julio is there in the fourth. Yeah, Julio to me, I would go Woods over Julio as well. Because I don't know. I don't feel like the volume is going to be there for Julio. Julio, yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? Because it's a run first team. I feel like it's going to be a lot of play action, and he's only going to get his production on play action. Yes, he's going to have some bombs. I think he's going to be a threat in red zones. I, I, uh, he's never been, but they, they chalk it up to Matt Ryan. Yeah. So, or maybe the dude just disappear in the, in, in the uh, red zone. You never know. Yeah. Uh, we'll see though. We will find that out this year. I, I, I think I, for me, it's James Robinson. Like going in the fourth, the, the not knowing what they're doing, 18 right now. With, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's another one. Dude, so, that, I, that is too early for that. It yeah, is too I, early. No, here's the thing though. James Robinson was good last year, man. So to come in and just think someone, he has, he's going to have to mm. come in and up the That boy's not someone. James Robinson. Listen, that boy's Whoopsie. not just someone. That boy Whoopsie. is his right-hand man to Lawrence. ATN is Lawrence's like, right-hand like man. Ren said, like Ren said, this is an NFL, bro, the same college. So yeah. James Robinson has a better body. I don't know if James, if, if ATN is a you know what the problem is. You know what the problem with that, that scenario that I don't agree with you on. We have a college coach coming into the NFL, coaching a college quarterback, coaching and a college a running back. College running back. That, James like, Robinson only was only only been in the NFL for one year. Yeah, yeah, but, that, he, but they I didn't. didn't draft, I, didn't, I didn't draft James Robinson. I didn't pick right. him up off a of free agency. I didn't do none of that. I picked up we'll ATN see. and Lawrence together. We'll see. 
James, all right. So I think I, I think Ethan's gonna definitely gonna eat into James Robinson a lot. Um, you don't you don't draft you. I can't tell the last time I saw a draft and and they draft a running back in the first round and they they don't they're not the starter like really and truly. The last one was Zeke, right? Yeah. Zeke Zeke was the last first round draft draft pick, and you see where Zeke is. So I expect Ethan to to be to have some value there, and and. If we're gonna rank, if we're gonna put Kareem Hunt in the fourth, right? Why wouldn't Ethan be up there? Like, you know what I mean? He was drafted in the first. I know the unknown of the, um, I know the unknown of the rookie um, is 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 the question. You know what I mean? But I think Ethan should be close or you know right behind that in the fifth or whatever. Um, the, the 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 player that I feel like everybody is like downplaying is Chris Godwin, man. Like I, I know he was injured. The dude had had his finger injuries, like fractured fingers and all that stuff. And yet the dude was productive. And um, one year removed, I-, I feel like Chris Godwin should be a little higher, dude. I personally, not the end of the, not the end of the fourth round. Um, I would draft Godwin over Hunt for sure. I would, I would draft Godwin over James Robinson for sure. I would probably even draft Godwin over Cooper for, for real. Like that's where I am. Like, so I feel like, Godwin deserved to be in like the middle of the fourth round. That's just my take. I know there's a lot, of, lot of mouth to feed out there. It's a lot of mouth to feed in Tampa. Jesus, there's a lot. There's a lot, bro. But so that's, I see. That's I, why I, Evans was like, "I'll do it before Evans with Woods," because of there's too many mouths to feed. There's so many tight ends out there, bro. But they were all. But this was the thing, though. There's a lot of mouth to feed, and we said this last year. They're valuable, but they were all valuable, right? But you agree with that? Were, to win the Super Bowl, yes. Not as a fan. But they were like Evans was valuable. Like like there's a lot of players that were valuable, and um, you don't think so? Like, listen, you you get Evans one game. He did well because they're you know they're catering to him. Brady's catering to him, but Godwin didn't do well that game, right? (laughs) Like you know what I mean? So it's not like they're both getting fantasy points at the same time. They're they're not right. So it's either Evans is getting a plethora of that. And Godwin's not. Gronk is not. Their tight ends are not. So you can watch their tight ends away, right? And at the same time, you were trying to figure out who was starting with Fournette and, and uh, Ronald Jones at one point. So another, go ahead. I'm sorry. Another guy that um, that I'm higher on in this round is Mike Davis. Um, I would if he's the lone back for sure, I'm high on that boy. Yeah. yeah, so I think Mike Davis should be higher in, in round four. Early round four, like. but it's a good round for him. That's what I'm saying. It's a good round for him. Should be a little bit earlier. But who would you skip over to to, to put ahead of him? I'm taking Mike Evans over everybody that's ahead of him in round four. Um, over Cooper, over. And we're not going to talk about a quarterback here, but over Cooper, Mike. Would you Evans, take him over Montgomery? Yeah, Montgomery was going in the third. So would you take him over yeah. Montgomery? Yeah, I probably would too, man. That's so realistically, Mike Davis, shouldn't, <laughs> Mike Davis shouldn't be in the fourth round. He really should yeah, be, in more, third be in the third because he has no competition. Until we see some competition, yeah, I agree with you. Right. I, I think he, he deserved to be in the in the third. To be honest with you. Well, let's go to the so, fifth round. We got uh, Thielen, right? Yeah, Thielen, mm-hmm. Prescott, Cup, Lamar Jackson, uh, Mark Andrews, uh, Raheem Mozart, Deontay Johnson. Uh, Travis Etienne, uh, T.J. Hawkinson, Kenny Galladay, Kenny, uh, Justin Herbert. <laughs> I have no comment. Um, and uh, D.J. Moore. 
Uh, who do you then, guys see that's like, ugh, why? Why are you here? Um, I'm okay with Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen oh, will yeah. probably be higher to me um, in the fourth, honestly. Um, I think Cooper Cup is at a good spot. Yep. Mark Andrews in the fifth, eh, maybe late fifth. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, I like the Raheem Mozart being in the fifth. Um, that's being the lone running back, but there's a potential chance of injury. It's kind of like a good spot. There's a lot of question marks in this round. Kenny Galladay is a question that's, mark. That's why that's, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, Kenny Travis being there. Etienne is a question mark, and um, yeah, Deontay I agree Johnson, with you I think, is too high. Yeah, it's, this is the round where you consider what amount of risk do you want to take. And Justin right? Herbert, by the way, is a little too high for me in, in the fifth round. I think he can fall. Because now I'm saying, which we haven't, I haven't even seen Stafford yet. So I'm really saying Justin Herbert is going to be higher than Stafford right now. Like, I know the potential threat of throwing the ball, but, man, Stafford has a higher ceiling. Than yeah, I'm not taking Justin Herbert in the fifth at all. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah that's kind of high. Um there's this is where this is the round that you really start taking on risk and take and considering the risk that you're taking on, right? Um, when I look at this round, I still don't know what's going on with Galladay, right? No. No. <laughs> Why did Galladay sit out the entire season last year? I still don't know. Thielen uh, is ranked the, the proper place, like in the top of the first, um, the top of the fifth. I agree with that. Um, Cooper Cup, I'm cool with. Mozart, the dude is too injury prone. So you have to consider the risk that you're going to take on ETN. Um, You see where he's going right in the fifth round while uh, James Robinson is going in the fourth. Um, Dude, this is just the round of the risk. And and this is how I would rank these players. I'm going with Thielen um, minus the quarterback. Uh, I'm going with Thielen, uh, Cooper Cup. Um, Probably go with Mark Andrews and Deontay Johnson. And then... I don't even know at that point. It's all DJ Moore at that point. And then everything else is just that. risk. With DJ Moore, you know, DJ Moore is only there with who? Uh, who was their second receiver? Robbie Anderson. Robbie, Robbie Anderson, Anderson. Right? Would you take DJ Moore over Deontay Johnson? Definitely over Kenny Galladay. But the question is Deontay Johnson with Juju over there with um, – uh, with yes. Claypool over there, like I'm taking DJ Moore with Deontay Johnson. So I, I and me too. Yeah, me too. I'm taking DJ Moore because the offense is going to open up. They have a better quarterback, uh, arguably. I'll yeah. put that in there. Yeah, arguably a better quarterback them. this year. Still um, going to draft him, but yeah. And with um, if McCaffrey comes back and plays, uh, that's going to open up a lot of play for DJ Moore. And you have a you have DJ Moore play down the field a lot. You know, the intermediate area. And I think, um, you know, what's his name? Um, Sam Darnold has the arm strength to go ahead and get him the ball. So you have to pay attention. They're going to have to pay attention to McCaffrey a lot. And I think DJ Moore is just going to get back into it. I feel like the, the, the mere fact that uh, McCaffrey was out last year why, is why DJ Moore numbers um, went down. But um, you ha- you're going to have to pay attention to DJ Moore, um, to McCaffrey, man. So I think DJ Moore, that play action, DJ Moore is going to eat on that. That's just my take. My other question is, we know Robbie Anderson is out there now. Uh, his quarterback is back. He's that deep threat. DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson? And I think Robbie's coming in the late rounds. I think Robbie Anderson offers more value. Yeah, um, and the familiarity with the quarterback. With the quarterback, but I'm not sure if he's necessarily better. Better, okay. right. But he offer a better value. I'll always take – Yeah. 
All right, so let me ask you guys a question. In this round, who do you think had the, has the most upside, minus the quarterbacks? Who has the most upside in this round? In the fifth round? Yeah. Adam Thielen and uh, Raheem Mostert. What about you, C? Uh, Thielen and Cooper. Ah, uh, Cooper Cup. Okay, okay. I'm definitely Thielen for sure. Um, I don't know, man. I like ATN too, to be honest with you, but... I, I like. Um, I feel like Hawkinson should have a ridiculous year because there's yeah. absolutely nobody else out there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's just me. Well, like, yeah, I, that's a good one too because the <laughs> other thing is that we got to look at is um, their offensive coordinator. The offensive coordinator, uh, right now I can't name his name, but uh, he was the actual head coach for the San Diego Chargers, and he was more of two running back committee and tight end, which was Hunter Henry always getting the ball. Gates always getting the ball. So the ball right. He's the offensive coordinator uh, for the Lions, and so your expectation is that T.J. Hawkinson is going to get the ball, especially when yep. there's no other receivers out there. He doesn't yep. have Keenan Allen. <laughs> he doesn't have Mike Williams out there. You know, he has a bunch of rookies and other vets out there, so right. T.J. Hawkinson should get the ball. Should. Because that defense is going to look at him, too. It's like, yo, TJ's getting a ball. We're going to defend him pretty well. Uh, You're talking about Anthony Lynn. Yeah, Anthony Lynn. There it is. Yeah, Anthony Lynn. Yeah, Anthony Uh, Lynn. Yeah. All right, sixth round, man. Sixth round. So we got Chase Edmonds, Tyler Lockett, Jamar Chase, Javante Williams, Brandon Ayuk, Russell Wilson, Damian Harris, OBJ, T. Higgins, Aaron Rodgers and Chase Claypool. Man, there's a lot in this round that I don't agree with, right? Um, right. Yeah. I mean, you all right, if you look at this round, right, you have Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, Gordon, Gordon back, going back, back to back. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that's kind of weird. Yeah, like, it, you, it's, it's either it's going to be one of them taking the ring, right? Javante Williams showed great in college. He didn't play last year. Um, Melvin Gordon... Honestly, man, what has Melvin Gordon? He's played great. He played last year for North Carolina. He didn't play. Obviously, he's not an NFL player, but he did play for North Carolina that year. I thought he didn't play last year. He played the year before, 19. He played last year. Yeah, he played last year with Stephen Carter together. Yeah. Um, So what have Melvin Gordon done to, like, lose his job? He's (laughs) last year on his contract. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, but my thing is, is he's a running back, right? So if I'm a, if I'm a GM or if I'm a coach and I have a player that's on the last year of their contract, right, and they're running for their and they're playing for their next contract, why wouldn't I run the hell out of him? Through the, like you know what I mean? Like he he has a he has a motivation, right? The motivation he's playing for that next contract, right? But you also and know I, I want to preserve. No, I get it. You want to know what Williams have? No, but I'm no, not, not that. Not that. I'm not, not what? that. You also have a running back that was that wanted more money last time on his last year of his contract while he was with the San Diego Chargers. He's not asking like, for that I'm right now, though. Play. No, but, but I'm just saying that. that. I'm just saying that. Hey, at the end of the day, I know I had a guy that was with another team before that was on his last year of his contract and was like, "Yo, I'm not going to play unless I have a long term contract." So, as a GM, I look at that and I'm going to be like, oh, "I'm going to go get another running back." Uh, no, I'm not. Listen, I'm not. I'm not faulting Denver for for getting Williams, right? I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying though, Melvin Gordon is coming in this year to play. 
he's going to play ball. Right. He he know that he's not going to get another long-term contract from from Denver Broncos, right? Yeah. So if I'm the coach, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play Melvin Gordon because he's still a good running back. And I'm going to run him into the ground. I'm going to give him as much as I can, with a re- use Jamal Williams as a relief, get him some experience and all that stuff. But I'm still going to run Melvin Gordon, bro. Yeah. That's just my take on it. I got you. But, and they haven't, they haven't said, done, or anything. Anything. No, no. And, and he's suspended first week. And he's, I mean, he's suspended first week. So, yeah, Javante Williams has that first week to go ahead and, <laughs> and, and set the world on fire. I get that. Like, he has to set the world on fire with Boy, that. Boy, if he gets that one week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the other one, too, before you get into the seventh round, the other guy, I mean, obviously we got another a lot in the sixth round, but Damian Harris, New England, even at a sixth-round pick, I'm not picking him. Like, why are you here? He wasn't there. Like, he wasn't there before last week. The end of last week. End of last week, beat writers came out and say Damien Damien Harris is going to be the, the number one running back in New England. I don't care. I it's don't New England. Here, bro, I'm it's not New touching England. him. They never, from knowing New England, they never run one running back. On, on yeah, on it's paper, always three. He's the first running it's back. always three. It's, it's three always three. Back. And with Sony Michelle still there, with White still there, yeah, eh. I'm 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 not. A, I, you can tell me he's number one or he's a starter. Yeah, he's a starter or he's don't number one. Yeah, he's going to get more carries than all of them. But I, it's not somebody that I want. I'm looking at. I'm even considering or anything like that. Nope. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, I think should be higher too. Oh yeah, definitely. yeah. So I was about to get into that. So all right. So T. Higgins and Jamar Chase is going in the same round. Yep. Um, and Tyler Boyd is comp- like way down. Okay. I don't, that's what I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand the Tyler I, Boyd I, situation. I don't understand. Like, they had a chemistry. Don't get me wrong. They had a chemistry last year, um, you know, Joe Burrow and and Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd is that slot wide receiver, and he plays that position well, and he's going to get volume. So I would rather take Tyler Boyd over T. Higgins. I don't know what T. Higgins' game is going to be with Chase Chase being there. Like, I, I, I think T. Higgins is getting overdrafted. That's just my take. Chase... The familiar familiarity with Chase is where I think Burrow is going to go. That's why I I think Chase is fine where he is, or probably a little bit later in that round. But I would definitely choose Tyler Boyd and get that value on Tyler Boyd versus taking T Higgins because I really think Jamal Chase is going to be that down the field threat. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, in the slot, there Just is absolutely everywhere. no competition. I think no Chase is competition. Be everywhere. I think he's right. be everywhere. There is absolutely no competition for Tyler Boyd. And the slot, and that's going to be his bread and butter there. My, my scariest thing is that if Justin Jefferson did what he did last year and Chase was out a year in college and we still said Chase is better than Justin Jefferson, there's going to be a problem in Cincinnati. Yeah. Yep. No, it could be. No, I agree, but they still don't have a line. They don't. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> well, Chase doesn't need a line. Here. Chase and Burrow is coming off, and Burrow is coming, and Burrow is coming off that. I agree. Where, I would have never got Chase if I was their GM. I would have got an offensive tackle because he's my future. And yeah, they didn't and do that, so they may be a potential chance we may see ex- another quarterback. I expect the first. I expect the first four, three to four games. Chase is going. Um, I'm sorry. Um, Burrow is going to be a little scared. You know, oh, yeah. being careful with his leg and all that stuff. 
And I think like he's gonna get pressured. That's he's gonna get pressured so much. That's where Joe Mixon. And that's where it's either Joe Mixon or Tyler Boyd, where he has to get rid of that ball real quick. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah, I don't think T. Higgins is gonna be able to finish this route all the way down the field and all that stuff. All right. You see what I'm saying? That's yep. just my take. Uh, Chase Claypool too inconsistent for me. Yeah. I, I just yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't know yet. I just don't know yet. Yeah. I, honestly, I think I think and he that, plays the long ball. And if uh, somebody brought up a point that. Hey, what's his name is not going to pass the ball long. And yeah, Najee Harris, yeah. Big Ben is not going to pass the ball long. You can yeah. see he fell off at the end of last year. I had him on two teams, yeah. so he fell off at the end of last year. So I don't expect, um, I don't expect, you know, Chase to have this monster of a year. He may have like some good success in the beginning of the season. But I don't think he's going to have like a consistent season for me. Yeah, it's going to spread the, way too much. It's going to spread too much. I think the winner of out of all the receivers. Uh, it's going to be Juju this year, and he's going to be yeah. still. He's going to be still yeah. in the draft because he's falling down low. Uh, where so, would you rank Odell, man? Like, where would you put Odell before we get into the uh, the seventh? I think well, we that he's an early, early six or uh, late uh, late late. Six. He's before Brendan Ayuk. He's before Brent, uh, Melvin Gordon. He's before Javante Williams. He Chase Edmonds. I need him to fall a little bit more. I need I need Tyler Lockett before Chase. I need Jamar Chase before Chase, and I think he falls right there. All right, I, I know we're gonna jump into the Lockett code now, but I, there's dude. I'm looking at a couple of players down at the bottom here, um, and in the seventh round, that I will definitely take a bunch of players from the um, from the sixth round and rank them behind yeah. these players. Yeah, like DJ Chark. I would definitely, definitely take Claypool. I would put Claypool way behind DJ Chark. And T. Higgins. And T. Higgins. And David Harris. I just don't understand it. Like, I'm looking why at why Damian Harris while you have Michael Carter available, who's exactly. definitely going to be the starter there, <laughs> with no other backs out there to steal it from him. Right? Devontae uh, Smith sure. is a character, too, that can go in there. I think my issue is I know you're high on Logan Thomas, uh, Ren. Yeah, he's a question mark for me. Um, but you're high, and and I know why you're high on him because you look at what um, Fitzpatrick did with Jacecki. Fitz, yeah. So I can Fitz. understand that. Um, Fitz features tight ends. Tight ends. He features tight ends. Yep, I can see what. Uh, you you got see, Noah like, back in back in Tampa, you see you see what like OJ Howard and Great did. You can, you know what I mean, Gashiki did. Uh, so I, I expect Logan Thomas to have some success. David, I mean, I think so. <laughs> David Johnson is. Uh, in the seventh. So David Johnson's in the seventh, and you got Dallas Goddard, Baharnam, uh, uh, James Conner, DB no. Samuel, uh, Robbie Anderson, even Kenyon Drake is behind David Johnson, and and the Texans have like four to five running backs over there. Melvin Ingram, Dude. him, Dude. Uh, who else? Who else is out there? The, the the biggest the the biggest miss that I see or the biggest value that I see is Tyler Boyd going in the eighth round. Yep. And David Johnson is going in the seventh round. I just don't understand that. Yep. Can you explain that to me? That is crazy to me. Like, we don't even know if David Johnson is going to be the first running back out there, yeah, considering how many running backs they brought in. I don't think he is. I don't think You feel me? Considering how many running backs they brought in, and Tyler Boyd that has sure volume that that is not injury-prone, like he, the dude plays 16 games consistently – like, why would I pick David Johnson? David Johnson hasn't shown me anything in three years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, man. Let's, let's get to uh, Locker Crow Mel, man. Uh, we got four questions here. Right? You have to get mm-hmm. the top four. Should I keep Jonathan Taylor in the eighth or Justin Jefferson in the 14th? 
Uh, woo. Yeah, I know. I told you. <laughs> oh. Hey, you want me to answer that one? Or what? I know I'm you're going to pick Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor in the eight. They're both super value, but Jonathan Taylor is like, what, a number one pick? Yeah. So. It's not only that he's a number one pick. You got to understand the position, the scarcity of that position. The running backs is hard to get good running backs. So if you can get a running, a number, a first round running back in the in the um, in the what eighth, yeah, um, that's phenomenal, man. Like that's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. You can you can always you can always find a, a you know a Jefferson esque kind of wide receiver in, in in you know to substitute for Jeffries that you're going to lose. So I'll definitely take the running back later than more than the wide receiver. The wide receiver depth in right now is ridiculous. If you look on every team, it's like at least two viable wide receivers on every team. Like seriously, other than, um, other than green Bay, but but everybody else, nobody else. at least two viable wide receivers. All right. Who's the better first round pick Austin Eckler or Travis Kelsey? Austin Eckler. um, You chose Eckler? Yeah, I'm going to go Eckler. I'm, I'm huge on Eckler. Um, he catches and he runs and he's the only guy there. Um, I think he's going to have a massive year. I, at bold prediction, I think he finishes top five running backs in the NFL. I'm right there with you. That Eckler will be my steal. I actually want Eckler on my team. If I can get I Eckler want in the Eckler same. too, but <laughs> I know I'm not going to I know He's going to go in the first, bro. He's going to go in the first. Yeah, he's going to go in the first. I don't see Eckler. Yeah, in, in NFS, going into the second round. I don't. I don't either, but he may slip. <laughs> you never know. You, you never know. know. You never know. You just never know. But Eckler is I'm, – I'm high on Eckler for sure. Um, I think if Eckler can stay healthy for the entire season, he already has a relationship with Her, uh, Herbert. And um, the dude catches and the dude can run. Right, um, yeah. The dude is fast. And so – the, just the amount of volume, the and sheer volume, volume that he's going to get, and the, and the support, like yeah, Justin uh, Justin Jackson or Kelly is not going to take those carries from him. We have a Kelly stuck, yeah. you know what I mean. So, <laughs> so I expect, I expect, yeah, he said he I, expect that guy? I said you, I said you're mad, mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I expect Eckler to just like be a fire. Be a beast. Yeah. All right. So who do you keep, J.K. Dobbins or Henry? J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins, for the same reason Red said about the start to the uh, episode. Uh, no, it depends on the round. It all depends on the round. Yeah. No, no, no. It uh, all no, depends but the, on the round. The, the, question, round, the round matters. Well, the question was really, uh, J.K. Dobbins or De- Deontay Johnson? Yeah. Oh, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah. taking J.K. over Deontay. All right, for so sure. For sure. Here's an interesting one, and I, and I kind of know why they asked this question. Austin Hooper or Mike Jacecki? Jusecki for me. Jusecki for me. Right. Even though he let me down last year. Jusecki <laughs> for me. I like... It was him right, with so, a quarterback. <laughs> this is why I say Jusecki, right? Um, when you look at when you look at Cleveland Browns, right? Cleveland Browns has at least... They have three tight ends that's liable, right? right. Um, and if Baker does a pass the ball, it's a run first offense. Um, OBJ is coming. Yeah, OBJ is coming back. So the volume going to Hooper is going to be minuscule. Like he, the, the dude is probably going to get four targets a game, Agreed. and he catch and he catch two. So there's no way I'm going to go with Hooper. On the other hand, um, I saw that relationship between Tua and Gesicki start to develop. 
I don't know who the other tight tight ends are. They need to go ahead and just go to the wayside because they're they're vouchering t- a touchdown. And my boy PJ know that. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> he, 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 PJ needs those. That's why I said right? I'm not. I'm just mad at the system because. A lot of tight ends caught balls last year. It just wasn't detected. It that, was like, but that's the that's the the New England way, which is what the Dolphins are doing. Everyone's going to get a hand of that ball, and it sucks. But I think, I no, I think game. they're going to be. I think they're going to be more centralized right now. I think they're going to they're going to have that offense where the defined wide receivers, the defined tight end, and those other tight end will just be relief. Um, Gusecki is way too talented to like yeah, he's very to, be, to take him out of the game, man. I, yeah. I think I think this year, this year you're gonna see a different Miami Dolphins offense. I, I think I this think year, the, the issue was that Gusecki was not a good blocker. So the problem is, is that you know if Gusecki's in the game because they was going in and out. Gusecki's in the game; he's there to catch the ball. So they had to work on his blocking skills because now, which has, he has been working on. Now you mm-hmm. just don't know, hey, is Jaseki getting the ball? Or is the ball getting thrown to him? Or he's just a blocker right now? And I think that's where, like, I agree with you. This season, you're going to see a different Jaseki playing on that field. Uh, you're going to see Let a different me. quarterback. That was the last question from the mail? Yep. And then we I want to ask you guys a question before you go, though. Um, this is somewhat of an ADP. Um, Waddle or Smith? Waddle. Devontae Smith? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based on the team that they're on, Waddle or Smith? Smith. Why you say Smith and why you say Waddle? Mid- oh, man. I don't know. Both of them, both of them both are familiar. Of them don't, are don't, them don't, don't go there. Daddy. Don't go there. <laughs> I think that the no, no, I think the Dolphins have too much weapons. Um, I think that's why it would be Waddle. Because Dolphins do have a lot of weapons. But they can move around their receivers everywhere. And nice. I think Waddle's the type of guy that is is you can use him in different plays and he's gonna get yak yards. Cause they're going three rounds apart. Yeah, it's big. It's significant. Who's, who's higher? Um Smith is higher. They're going three rounds apart. Because um I can see the around. Smith I can see the Smith aspect because there's absolutely nobody Who's else out in exactly. Philly. Yeah. There's nobody there's really I mean, Rager, yeah, but Rager, but the familiarity with You guys have that super fast receiver. What's his name again? Oh, yeah. Um, Will Fuller. You got Will not, Fuller. You got. You got uh, no, he's not talking about Fuller. He's talking about the original number 15. He's, Grant? Not, he's number Grant. two now. Who? Grant. Oh, Grant. Grant. Grant's not even going to start, bro. <laughs> Grant's Grant, not going to start. Grant, it's, it's the other Grant guy that's going to start. Was me last, nice last it year. was yeah. last year, but the guy that was actually. Jeez, uh, I can't remember him from Kansas City. Uh, he's from Port St. Lucie. You have Gisecki, you have Will Fuller, you have Gaskin, you have Pepsi-Ball, you have Parker, you have Water. That's too much. And Miami is not going to come out and just stole this football. Oh, well. Albert Wilson. So, Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson. That's, 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 the, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, that's, yeah, not Grant Wilson. Wilson. So yeah. it's just too much. And then you got to – they uh, have another one too. They have another guy, uh, Lynn Bowden Jr., who was drafted and by uh, the Raiders. And coming back? Yeah. Like, and Preston Williams coming yeah, back. Like Williams. it's too much competition there. Way yeah. too much competition. That's the difference. Why? Why you take Smith yeah. over? Yeah. All right. So let me ask you. Um, so last question before we go. I know we're coming. Yeah, yeah, NFL, we got to drop down the keepers. Yeah, it, it, that's who I knew you were talking about. Albert Wilson is just like I said. Yeah, we're going to talk. Yeah, we're going to talk about NFL and the keepers. But let, let let me just ask you this because this is uh, another 
I know we didn't get to the eighth round, and I was hoping we get to the eighth round. I'm trying to understand why Jalen Hurts is going in the eighth round. What what is what is your take of Jalen Hurts going in the eighth round? Would you draft Jalen Hurts? I would draft Jalen Hurts in the eighth round. There wasn't enough sample size last year for me to have that much. It's time. only three games, bro. Yeah. Like and that's what I don't understand. It's only three games. Uh, everybody is like poo pooing um, love because of Aaron Rodgers, but yet love was drafted way ahead of Hurts. Yep. Right and and yet nobody's given love any love, right? <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but even then, like, you're, looking I don't at, understand. you're looking at Tua, right? If I'm going to compare love, Tua and love had, Hurts, and Love has a better wide receiver court. Like I mean, it's because love, love, love is not. <laughs> and love a is not I'm running love back. is not going to be there. Everybody knows it's going it, to be. Is, you know, is he be being there. drafted over Stafford? Who? Uh, no, they were close behind. Like, yeah. um, right behind Stafford, four picks behind Stafford. Five about picks love behind Stafford. or uh, Hurts? Hurts. Hurts yeah. is drafted, getting drafted. Four picks behind Stafford. I would Stafford. draft Carson Wentz over Hurts. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, yeah. The next, quarter, the, the next quarterback behind Hurts is uh, Burrow. I would, listen, and then and then Tannehill. I would draft Tannehill over those two guys. Yep. Yeah, I would. Easy. I would. Yeah. Easily draft those Tannehill I over those two guys. I think Hurts is being drafted only because of the, the uh, run game. I think that's gonna hurt Miles Sanders, and everybody's gonna draft Miles Sanders. Well, love, love has legs. That, that's the thing I don't understand. Love, is love not, has legs. You keep saying love. <laughs> the reason why love is there is because of the fact that it's, it's the, Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. So I, I don't want to compare that. I think either way, wherever love lands, it'll be a steal. If Aaron Rodgers says no, I'm not going to start. Right, but I'm definitely yeah. not spending you know eighth or ninth on love. When Rodgers is still there, and even then, I think you still can get Rodgers around that range, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I still wouldn't do it. So yeah. Okay. All right. Let's jump into NFF, man. <laughs> Yo, so we got NFF, man. Uh, let me pull up my file for NFF. So we got the keepers for NFF. Finally, we got the keepers out here. Now we just need to do the lottery. Uh, but you got C Mac round one, Dalvin Cook round one, which is uh, PJ here. Russell Wilson, round one, as a keeper. Travis Kelsey, round two. Pat Mahomes, round two. Stephon Diggs, round five. Cam Akers, round five. J.K. Dobbins, round seven. Deontay Johnson, round eight. Um, Antonio Gibson, round nine. Josh Allen, round 12. Justin Jefferson, round 13. Uh, out of all the picks that were keepers, who do you think is the biggest still in a keeper? And you can't say yourself. <laughs> Uh, the, the biggest steal. I, I know you. Were I was gonna say. I was gonna say J.K. Dobbins, bro. What'd you say? Nah, the biggest steal is actually you, Justin Jefferson. I actually thought the biggest steal was Josh Allen, round twelve. Well, round there's 12. three of them. There's three of them. Stephon Diggs in round five is a huge steal. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, Stephon Diggs in round five is definitely, definitely a, a great, great steal. steal. A great steal. Um. Cam Akers round five is a huge steal. Yep, I agree with that. Based on the ADP, based on the ADP, uh, the bust um, I would say is Russell Wilson round one, um, Pat Mahomes round two, and it all depends on like where you're drafting. Because if you get like the end of the, the end of the draft, like eleventh or whatever, Pat Mahomes is overdrafted. Like you're, there's, there's no yeah. value. Yeah. It's yeah. no value in um, in that. Um, but other than other than those two men, uh, um, if you compare, I, I think it's still one of the good picks. I think I like the Travis Justin Kelsey. Je- um, 
Jefferson was was a, a good steal too. He was going in around 13. 13. Around 13. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, that was easy. significant. Like I told you, I picked like that. Steal. I picked that. Kelsey is drafting. Kelsey and is like, drafting what he's. I'm expecting. You're like. Uh, have yeah, <laughs> like let me just fill in these benches. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. I like the Kelsey, but I think it's it to me. It's it's based on who you pair him up with in the first round. That it right is, that and makes see, sense. This is where like we a couple of these we can't That's even say their steals. Yeah, we can't even say their steals are not until we know what the draft order is, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Because the draft order would dictate if these are steals. Yep. Because if if um if come the draft order and that person keeping Kelsey has like an early pick, that's a significant steal for him. Significant now, steal, yeah. Right, because now he can go ahead and get that running yeah, back like first Derek round, Henry. like a Derrick Henry Saquon. or a Zeke or Saquon or somebody like that, Jonathan Taylor, and then have Kelsey in the second, and then he's gonna have that early pick in the third, and he can get that that killer wide receiver or another running back. At that point, and I think that's a good base for his team. Um, the pick that I didn't understand, as I said, Russell Wilson in the first, I think that's a significant overdraft. There's absolutely no value there. Yeah. Um, but the dude makes the playoff every year, yeah, so no, I, I can't, can't question <laughs> You cannot question him. Yeah, I can't question um, him that. But he did add other values there that he could have. Yeah, he, he, he has he had a baller for like 10th or something like that, something crazy. Stephon Diggs in the fifth is a significant steal. Yep. Uh, and as, as you know, Jeff, um, Jefferson in the 13. Um, yo, McCaffrey and um, McCaffrey and Cook can be a steal based on your draft position. Can be a, a significant. But the thing is, the thing is, like, McCaffrey, right? If you don't keep McCaffrey, he's going first overall. Easy. Like, so if you keep anybody else, it's like, what what extra value were you expecting to get? Because McCaffrey is the number one player. Like, just, why would you, you keep the number one player? player? You have to keep him. Yeah. You have to keep him. Same thing with Dalvin Cook. He's a number two player. What the only other value you can get is McCaffrey, right? Yeah. Regardless of where you're drafting. So what's the point? What's yeah. the point of giving him up? You know what I mean? Unless there's um, a big digression with with Caffrey this season, that's when you question it. But I think you pick him up. You just keep him no matter what. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. I think everybody picked their player. I um, Deontay Johnson. What do y'all think about that one? I wouldn't have. I would have kept uh, uh, Dak from that team. Yeah, I would have kept yeah, Dak from that team. But I that, that was that was what in the fifth or sixth sixth six round. Six. Sixth round. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no value there. It's just it's just necessarily even. He's getting a little bit of value on Deontay because Deontay is going what fifth round, fifth uh, yeah fifth round. So he's getting like three rounds of value on Deontay, but. I, I don't know, man. Um, I think it's it's just the, an issue, like I said. I mean, it's the quarterback. I mean, the uh, wide receivers the, that are out there is too many. Of them. It, yeah, he has a lot of competition. He has, and I, I don't. I consider this to be competition um, as well. Ben Roethlisberger arm, like the dude got weaker and weaker as the season go along. So, what kind of production are you expecting from Deontay? Deontay, I mean, I see a lot of him keeps happening. Right, him keeping Deontay in the eighth is Deontay can either be his third wide receiver, which is significant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is going to be significant. That could be his third wide receiver. So I can see the value there. So I, I have no argument could there. Could be his fourth too, to be honest with you, because we got four. Yeah, it could be could easily be his fourth. But 
there's going to be a lot of players available, man. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, especially the wide receivers. Wide receivers. Yeah, it's the running backs that you got to be. Uh, the running backs, the you no know, quality running backs is where it's going to hurt a lot. But I'm not going to, and I think a lot force. of people, I'm yeah, not gonna a lot of it. people are going to force the running back issue, and I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm not going to force drafting, it. I already put I'm drafting best available. Yeah. Best so, available. Yeah. If it's not if it's best. not there as a running back, then I'm, going yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna go. Yeah. Going to go to receiver, it doesn't matter. Second round is not, if the, the running back that I want is not there, I'm going receiver. First okay. round, yeah. I got a first round. I know I'm going to have a running take, back. Hopefully, thinking <laughs> yeah. about CD Lamb, I, I I'll take CD Lamb in the third round. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, 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 easy. There is only one place I cemented that I have to get a running back. That's one round. round. And it's the first round. Yep. Other than that, I don't care. It's the question is just where in the first round are you going to fall in that you're just going to hold? You know, and you know what? And it all depends on what. Where in the first round? Because there's nine people in the first round, right? Ten. That nine or no nine nine, nine. nine people drafting there's nine in the first, uh, in the first round. And we we're breaking three, that down. Three first hope, round keepers. Yeah, and I hope three the first, first three has like one, two, and three. Well, yeah, <laughs> remember PJ's in the first. We'll know if, if she does it on a Zoom. PJ is going to be the first one off that call. Like, yeah. Seven, seven, seven. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm getting an 11th or 12th off. Yeah, I want you to get one, two, and three so I can fall between four and six. Like, I'm I'm good with four, five, six, or seven. You know what I mean? Just to be able to get one of the top four, what, four running backs that's going to be. Four running backs, and then I, I'll, I'll be with what? the second round. Can, can we trade picks? No. No. I think we should have a vote on that, man. Like, <laughs> like there is no. What, do you, what am I going to trade? What am I going to trade? You mean just saying, hey, okay. I want the eleventh okay, and twelfth? Let me ask you a question. What if I have the number one pick? God forbid. Mm-hmm. And and one of you guys have the number seventh or eighth pick. I should be able to trade that. But That's why, what I'm trying to say. But why would I take that with a keeper? Because realistically. Uh, what I'm still losing the one because we have a keeper. You're not losing the seventh. You're losing exactly. The one. So, no, I understand what PJ is saying, but the the reason why there's there are no keepers is it because it wouldn't make sense though. Is what I'm saying because realistically, like think about it. If I got the seventh right and I trade with you for your first, you're gone. Your first is Cook, right? So it's yeah. gone. So I'll still keep my seventh in the first round. So when the second round comes around. I don't get back in that middle. I get all the way to the end of 24. Why would I trade with you? There's no benefit. What if you want, okay, okay, but what if you want a a Derrick Henry or um, I wouldn't be able to get it because I wouldn't be able to get it because your original keeper would be stuck at Cook. I can't trade you. You can't trade what round you lose your keeper in, right? So you should be. Oh, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like it it wouldn't make sense. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Right. Well, it makes sense. So you end up losing if that's because I lose my keeper regardless. Right, you're going to lose your keeper. You so say you're not going to get anything at seven. Uh, yeah. You're right. My bad. Yeah, so you're so lose it anyway. yeah. yeah, and you would win well, that one, actually. <laughs> you get two first rounds. <laughs> all I need, just, all keep, I need just keep your fingers crossed. That's all you have to do. And just I'm keep fine. your fingers crossed, man. Just keep your fingers crossed. That's all. I need you to get like one, two, or three, my dude. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I hope the best. I hope for the best for you, but I need and nine people you, to get one, two, or three. Ten, eleven, or twelve, and I'll see what you guys in a, in a, in a, in a second. Yo, yo, it's not even a bold prediction. It's a guarantee right now. I know I'm making the playoff this year. Yep. Like it's not. I'm, yep. Yeah, it's, I'm. I'm guaranteeing it. Like that's what. I, that's where I'm at. Like okay. I am. 
definitely making the playoff this year. Yo, so definitely. That's, that's it for us, man. Thank you for listening to Locker Code with C. Ren and PJ, man. Be sure to check us out on LockerCode.com for all your fantasy needs, sit and starts, uh, waiver wire pickup, matchups, news, and more. Uh, check us out on Locker Code Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Yeah, I mean, shout outs. Um, I'm gonna say no shout outs. No <laughs> shout outs. I ain't got no shout out this week. I ain't got no shout outs this week. Um, but yeah. Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. Oh, sh- shout out to the commits. Shout out to the commits. Yeah, we got us, that keeper locked down. Yeah. Getting that keeper, and um, I, I think, I, I think she said she's gonna do the, uh, do the draft order this weekend. Yep. Um, so my weekend will be occupied with a bunch of mock drafts and stuff. Yeah, same here. <laughs> so that's where I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm not even gonna lie. If I don't get, if I get an early pick, I'm not gonna yeah, I, I figured. I figured as much. Yeah. All right, man. All right, y'all boys. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, later, y'all. About to jump on this NBA game, bro. Yeah, I'm about to watch that too. <laughs> Get it in the last couple of minutes and see what happens. Halftime right now, I think? Yeah. Of course, we have time, yeah. Yeah. So, looking forward to this. I want the Suns to win, man. I don't know where you guys are at.